0: I. V. M. You are listening to The Signal Daily. Brought to you by Front Page Studios. Economic downturn or not, nothing is stopping people from spending money to find love. It appears that despite inflation, Tinder recorded growth in paid subscribers. According to the BBC, Tinder's paid subscriptions grew by 7% from July to September. As daily expenses increase, shoppers are spending less on everything from groceries to OTT platforms, but it seems that many folks are still willing to pay for the premium features of dating apps. Overall, sales increased to $810 million in the third quarter according to Match Group, which runs Tinder, Hinge and OkCupid. Tinder, one of the most well-known dating apps in the world, saw an increase in both sales and users in the three months leading up to September. Match Group currently has near 100 million active members overall, with Tinder alone accounting for the majority of this number. The parent company claims that the return of a feature allowing users to swipe right and left from one's desktop has significantly aided Tinder this quarter. This feature increased accessibility, which attracted more users. This is a reprieve for Tinder, which had a rough start to the year. Former CEO Renate Nyborg stepped down in August after a brief tenure in the position. But everything is not rose-tinted. The valuations of the world's largest tech companies, including Meta, Alphabet, and Microsoft, plummeted by billions of dollars just last week. The five biggest tech stocks lost a total of $950 billion as tech bore the brunt of macroeconomic headwinds. And so Match Group isn't overly optimistic given this context. In the upcoming quarter, the company expects Tinder's revenue to remain flat. It's preparing for a slowdown by starting with cost cuts in marketing and staffing. The situation in India too is very similar. Young Indians, especially from small towns, are turning to dating apps to find their significant others. According to a report by Mint, cities such as Ahmedabad, Surat, Lucknow, Gujarat, Chandigarh and Patna are reporting a significant spike in usage. These cities reportedly account for 70% of Tinder, Bumble and Truly Madly users in India. The report also suggests virtual dates are popular in the post-pandemic era because people prefer them for establishing emotional connections. If the video dates are successful, individuals choose to go out on IRL or in real life dates. All of this points to the fact that everyone is a hopeless romantic regardless of the pandemic or escalating living costs. For the next few minutes, you are going to know a little more than you did yesterday from the world of technology, business, policy and anything that leaves you with a food for thought. Hello, I'm Farheen Khan and here's the deep dive for November 4th, 2022. After automobiles, it looks like India's defence sector is going through a big transition. It's not only aiming for self reliance, but also pushing to become a global hub for weapon production. And so far, the plan is on track. A recent report by Exim Bank said that India has come to be a leading defense exporter to Africa in recent years, with Mauritius, Mozambique, and Seychelles being the top importers of made in India arms between 2017 and 2021. The report also estimated that in the future, India may be able to fulfill the continent's maritime. Aerospace and defense needs. Of course, India and certain African nations do have strong maritime ties since the Indian Ocean is so vital. But this defense cooperation is also fundamental to the government's aim to expand weapon exports to 35,000 crore rupees by 2025. Right now, some of India's top defense export destinations for made in India products have been Italy, Maldives, Sri Lanka, Russia, France, Nepal. The Middle East and Africa. But overseas orders are growing. According to government data, in the last five years, the country's defense exports grew by 334%, with India now exporting to over 75 countries due to collaborative efforts. In fact, just a couple of months back, as Armenia and Azerbaijan clashed, India signed a deal with Armenia to supply weapons worth a few thousand crores. Although the exact amount is still unknown, As per reports, this deal includes the export of the Swadeshi Panaka multi-barrel rocket launchers. And speaking of indigenous weapons, India is not just focusing on amping up exports. The centre has stressed the importance of self-reliance. The worry is that dependence on imported technologies for defence can be a strategic vulnerability. But you know, we've come a long way. Just earlier in August, India's first indigenous aircraft carrier, INS Vikrant, was commissioned over to the Navy. Moreover, according to a study released by the Stockholm International Peace Research Institute or the SIPRI, among the 12 Indo-Pacific nations, India ranks fourth in self-reliant arms production capabilities. Yet, at the same time, India was the second largest importer of arms for its armed forces in 2016-2020. to A Business Standard report further pointed out that domestic arms companies provide only 16% of India's total procurement. What is primarily holding India back from indigenization is its measly allocation for research and development in its defence budget. But the private sector is stepping up. About 50 Indian companies in the private sector have contributed to defence exports, according to the government. Some of the private players include bigwigs like Ashok Leyland, Tata Motors and Adani. Adani Group, in fact, recently also acquired Airworks, an aircraft maintenance, repair and overhaul company as a part of its defence portfolio expansion. Adani-owned PLR Systems also has a tie-up with Israel Weapons Industry or IWI to make made-in-India weapons. Larson and Tubro is another company which is developing autonomous underwater vehicles or AUVs in collaboration with Italy's Edge Lab. The Signal Daily is produced in association with IVM. The episode was written, researched and produced by Shorbori and Manasvini, edited by Roshni Nair, mastered and mixed by Ajay Rajput. You can catch this podcast every morning on Spotify. Apple, Amazon Prime Music, Google Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. We are TheSignal.co on Instagram, LinkedIn, and Twitter.